Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show like we are every Sunday at 10 right here on WFLA News. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at The Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, uh, pretty much every single, and Twitter, of course, um, every single social media channel at The Duncan Duo. When we aren't on air, we're always putting out great real estate content information as well as updating you on what is going on in the market with real estate tips, statistics, and advice. And if you're looking for a home value estimate, make sure to go to DuncanDuo.com, get a free home value estimate. You get a monthly report, a bi-weekly reach out to let you know what's going on in your neighborhood, what homes have sold. It's a really interactive tool that takes what a lot of the online portals do, but adds the human element where our agents can go in and manually adjust your value, talk to you about what's going on in your neighborhood and make adjustments based on information that you provide to us. You can also get a free instant cash offer from that website again at DuncanDuo.com. So I have a first-time guest today on the show, uh, Joseph Guastello with My Real Estate Team. I think I pronounced it right. Is that yeah, you did. That's correct. Right, yeah. So so Joseph Guastello with My Real Estate Team has been with me uh, for about a year now, and Joseph started out with us uh, a newer agent to real estate sales, but you'd been an appraiser for for a good amount of time, so you had that that valuation background. And you know, we were talking before the break about how um, you know how successful you've been able to be in just a year by plugging in and and literally doing the work because you're one of the hardest working agents that we have. Um, and now you've 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 moved over from a buyer agent to a listing agent. Now you have people that you're coaching. Um, so talk a little bit about what your expectation was going into real estate, and then how you've been able to kind of benefit from a lot of the things that our team offers that are, are really unique to what we do. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andrew. So I think the biggest benefit is we're the number one team in the state, right? So we have a ton of resources and a ton of growth, um, and I have a lot of people to learn from. Um, I think just coming into it, I do have a real estate background, but I've always been in sales as well. I've just always done it on the side. Yep. But the appraising did help me along the way. 100%. Uh, I I first got my real estate license uh, in 2008, and the market quickly shifted right after that. And the real estate market kind of chewed me up and spit me out. And then I jumped back into real estate in 2012, and I was able to kind of get my appraising license and also keep my real estate license. And I really found a home at Duncan Duo because it's a great place to grow. Um, they're gonna they're gonna help you grow. They're gonna help you find answers um, and stuff like that. And I think the leads too are a big part of it. People, um, I don't think people realize, especially for someone like you that's been around for a long time. I don't think until you get into my company at, at a team level, I don't think you realize how many people we communicate yeah. with, like how many leads we get how robust our past client database is, how many opportunities are there. Because you know we've got 150,000 plus in our database. We talk to hundreds of thousands of people a week with our radio, our TV, our billboards, the lightning. I was at the lightning game last night. You cannot go to a lightning game without seeing the Duncan Duo logo mm-hmm. flashing in your face. It's the, you know I have a whole period where our logo goes across the Jumbotron and it's a replay wipe and it's like the Duncan Duo, your home sold guaranteed. So all those impressions create... Um, a lot of leads and, and people really don't realize um, how many lead opportunities they get. And you, for example, a, a lot of our newer agents, when they first come on board, we kind of have them cut their teeth with our database. Like, 
checking into our database and looking at past clients and seeing what those past clients are doing. Because whether they're a buyer or a seller, we have them uploaded in a system where we continue to give our clients value, whether that's letting them search for homes or keeping them updated on new listings or keeping them updated on their on their value like we do at mm-hmm. DuncanDuo.com. So you jumped in and pretty quickly started reaching out to past clients and people in our database and had massive success, not even getting new leads, just simply from the massive database of people we communicate with every week. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's also just goes back to providing value to people. It's not just calling to check in. It's actually providing them value, whether that's the home value, uh, whether that's um, some different loan options. It's just all about providing them value. And I think that's what I was successful yeah, at. Yeah, you, you would call and say, hey, what can I help you with? You know, Are you curious about your value? Do you want to know what's going on in your neighborhood? Are you thinking about buying an investment property? And what people don't understand about like our, our, our brand and our reach, you know, 20 years of, almost 20 years of doing this, you've just established credit ability you've you've got a brand you're you're a forced multiplier every time i run a radio ad or a tv or a billboard it's on top of the millions and millions of impressions i've already paid for um so that you know again you're kind of staying top of mind with people and there, there really aren't other people out there kind of fishing in that same pond in tampa bay or, or advertising with that reach so it is a great opportunity for agents that are thinking about getting into real estate whether you want to come and be on our team or whether you just want to come and align with us at lpt realty where you get to learn from what our team does and help you grow your own individual business. We've got multiple paths. You can do that at jointheduo.com. Uh, again, at jointheduo.com, you can apply for our open positions. You can come to our career night completely hassle-free, a Zoom with me or our sales president. We're going to kind of go through the nuts and bolts of what we do on our team. Uh, our next one is actually it's coming Tuesday. Um, so again, you can do that at jointheduo.com. Um, and and you're going to learn, and you're going to have an opportunity if you join our team, just like Joseph did. So literally, Joseph, a great case study because Joseph's got all this real estate experience, but within a year on our team, you're now one of the top agents, mm-hmm. and you've you've promoted from not just working with you know our buyers, but now you're working with sellers, and and you've graduated even further to now. Because of your valuation background, you're working with a lot of our luxury clients. So you've got, I think right now, you've got several homes above a million dollars listed. You've got a $2 million Bayshore condo. You've got, a, um, I think, a, an acreage estate for, I think it was 1.45 up, up, in northern, up in Northern County. And I know you've got others working on and coming. So talk a little bit about the difference. And, and I think that's the key when agents want to get into that space and they want to work with a client that's that's a higher net worth you've got to have that higher level of education and and comfort talking to them and ex- and being honest with them cuz you've been really honest with your people you've had some of them say hey i want to list at this crazy fantasy land price and it, and and you have to be honest with them about the price of of their house yeah, that's right. You have to be honest with these people. It's it's what I call um. You can't buy the listing, right? You can't you can't overpromise and underdeliver because obviously it'll sit. We do a ton of marketing uh, on our listings. However, if it's overpriced, it's overpriced, right? Yep. So you can get as many eyes as you want on it. If the price isn't dialed in right, it it isn't going to matter. Correct. Yeah. And also, if it doesn't sell, then everybody looks bad, right? So you have to be honest with these people. And what I've learned is people appreciate it, Andrew. Yeah, they absolutely appreciate you yep. being honest with them because there have been plenty of times where someone's come in, especially on the luxury front and they're like, "Oh, I want this amount." And you're like, "Look, that that isn't possible. Like I am going to be real with you. If we put it out at that, we're wasting our time. We're wasting your time. And all you're going to do is eat up days on market. You're going to look stale by the time you finally get to the right price. You're going to have been on the market for so long that no one's going to want to buy it, you know, because right. they're going to think there's something wrong with it." 
And and if we price it correctly and actually use our marketing and our name and our brand recognition, we're going to maximize your equity. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we some of the cool things that we do. Um, Zillow's got this thing called Zillow Showcase, which we just kind of launched out to our team. The benefit of being an agent at LPT Realty is they they kind of have this deal with Zillow where we get to provide more exposure for our clients through this portal. And so we started the Zillow Showcase thing uh, to get you know more eyes on on listings. Um, but that's just one of the many things that we pay for. So a lot of times consumers misunderstand the idea of, well, hey, everyone puts my house on the MLS and then it goes out to all these sites. The difference is, is it's number one, it's first you got to get the price right, but it's how it goes out to all these websites. It's the photography, the videography, the copy. And then what you're, what the Asian or team or in our instance, our brokerage pays for on those particular sites that have the consumers. Look, we know like, of course, my website's got a couple hundred thousand people that have signed up on it over the years. But some of these websites have billion, hundreds of millions, maybe not quite billion, but hundreds of millions of users, billions of impressions, right? So these websites that have the traffic, it's it, they. You have the ability to pay for extra enhancements, right? Just like I have the ability to advertise here on 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 nine seventy WFLA. If you listen to this station, you can't have listened to this station and not heard my ads. I mean, they've been on here for mm. man. I've been on this station for fifteen years. Like we are on this station. Like you know who we are if you listen to this station, right? So it's the same thing on all these online portals where it's all about the exposure that you can get. So these online portals allow agents to buy extra exposure, like a feature or a showcase, right? And we do that on all of them. So our listings, they'll just go on these websites. They they go on to MLS the right way with high-end photography, with 3D tours, with video, with drones, all the technology, all the social media that we're using. But then we're spending extra money on all these websites saying, hey, look, we want our listings at the top. You know, we want our listings mm-hmm. to get more exposure, more eyes, more impressions. And so for the consumer, especially the high-end consumer, that gets that gets those sellers more exposure not just locally right but but nationally and internationally which is what like if we look at statistics for luxury real estate in Tampa Bay of course there are people in Tampa moving up or moving down in the luxury space but there's a lot of that activity there are people from other parts of the country and other parts of the world and that's how you get them we pay for the enhanced version on those sites so that when consumers go to those sites and they say hey, I want to look at a waterfront property in Tampa we're getting extra eyes so that so that our sellers are getting more exposure. So that's I think something that gets misunderstood sometimes by um you know by consumers and real estate agents alike. They don't understand it isn't just about getting into the, if it was just about getting into the MLS, companies like Zillow and Realtor.com wouldn't exist. They wouldn't even be there. That's right. right. But but they do matter and they have the consumer eyes. So you have to kind of look at those sites and say, what can we do to get more opportunity for our clients? And we've we've done that. So we're we're uncovering every stone we can. And if it hasn't sold at that point, it's it's very likely the price. You know? Right. And with our marketing, we can back that, right? Yep. We already know it's not our marketing. We right. do a great got all job these of marketing. And views That's and, right. You know, and then we're doing radio and TV and billboard to drive people to our website. So our listings are getting those impressions too, because people are naturally gonna, you know, look at our listings when they go to our website or they hear Duncanduo.com or they see a billboard and they decide to go to our website. They're they're gonna get our listings, right? So so nonetheless, it's it's you know, luxury real estate is certainly about 
creating a lifestyle, but it's also about getting that potential lifestyle of that property into as many eyes as, as possible. So you so I mentioned the couple that I mentioned a couple that I know of. Are there other? I think you've got some other luxury stuff you've either got coming or working on. There's some others that are out there that we've we've reached out to people that are that are on the market or, or coming soon. Um, you know, and and again, if you're a luxury home seller, I think we offer a unique approach in that you know we are going to market it aggressively, and you know I'll sometimes see agents like I, I see this a lot in neighborhoods where um, a particular agent has a lot of the inventory, and to them, if they've got five or six home, homes or condos in a particular neighborhood, and they're like the neighborhood king or queen, right? We've been able to take some of those over and get those sold because what ends up happening is and that person has five or six of them. They don't care which one the buyer buys. They're not going to push or sell your listing as hard, right? You've, you've run into that for sure, right? Yeah, that's 100% correct. Um, they're not going to sell your listing. They have five other ones that the they buyer can choose from. Correct. So they're not going to push yours. They have no incentive to push yours. Correct. Yes, 100%. And it's, it's, it's common. So if you're in that situation, the end of the year is coming. A lot of luxury listings expire at the end of the year. So if you are looking to interview a new agent, we'd love the opportunity. Again, you can hit us up. DuncanDuo.com. You can call or, call or text us at 813-359-8990. And it's very likely you'll be working with Joseph, uh, who's going to continue talking with me. We're going to keep up our conversation. We're going to talk more about for sale by owner sellers. We're going to talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo team at LPT Realty, joined by my luxury listing partner, Joseph Guastella, talking about Tampa Bay real estate, like we are every Sunday uh, at 10 a.m. here on WFLA News. And, you know, it's funny because in the first part of the uh, uh, conversation today, we talked about um, luxury home sellers and kind of some different things we do with the luxury market. We also talked about, you know, kind of our team approach to selling real estate and why agents. There's a lot of agents struggling right now that need mm-hmm. a new leader, that need a new place to go, that need leads, that need opportunity. And I think we have an unlimited opportunity for that because I'm someone who has been through these challenging markets, right? I'm, I'm not going to stop advertising. I'm certainly going to look for the best bank for my buck. Um, you know, but having been around almost 20 years, I've got a brand name, I've got credibility, and I'm continuing to push forward. There are a lot of people pulling the reins back and cutting everything they can to stay profitable, and that's just not my mentality. I don't believe in growth by dying. You know, it just doesn't work that way. So, so nonetheless, uh, join the duo.com if you're an agent thinking about a change. But what I want to talk about next is for sale by owner, uh, for sale by owner sellers. Now. We know that some for sale by owner sellers have success, okay? Sometimes they have the right property. Sometimes they have sales experience. Sometimes they just get lucky. But there was a survey done this past week that, that homeowners, that for sale by owners, do it on their own, regret not having an agent. Sellers who go it alone are twice as likely to be unsatisfied with the experience and more likely to say their earlier opinion, agents are overpaid, was wrong. Now, look, everybody's had a bad experience with a real estate agent, okay? I've had a bad experience with car salesmen. I've had a bad experience with lawyers. I've had a lot of bad experiences with lawyers, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you're not going to need a good one. And just because you've had a bad experience with one of them doesn't mean they're all the same. And so what I would ask you to, you know, to understand is that, you know, did you really hire one of the best or did you just hire your uncle's brother's cousin's friend that would you know do it at a, do it on a break or a discount and didn't really get the service or experience that you needed? And so that's what the study kind of shows. You know, people that do it themselves struggle. 
You know, and mm-hmm. I know you've talked in, in listed homes for people that were trying to go it on their own. And 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 I think, you know, it's it's very common. I, I would always ask them, like, what do you do for a living? Do you think I could show up tomorrow and learn your job? I can just do it as good as you. You know, when you've got thousands of, of transactions of experience um, and, and this, you know, big marketing reach, um, th- there's a benefit to all those things. And, and I think that for sell by owners, make the mistake of thinking. And when the market is super hot, sometimes it can be successful. Today, that ain't the case. No. Uh, for sell by owner today is very likely going to struggle. They're going to have some obstacles. The study even also found, too, that um, for sell by owners sell, sell at a lower percentage than traditional real estate. And the percentage was lower than what, you know, kind of commission ranges would be. It's like, you know, they, they lose 20% to save, you know, commission. It's like you lost money. You know, right. like, a very narrow way of thinking, very narrow way of thinking, like your, your house need, you know, and, and, and the thing that I think about is how great are there for sale by owners that are great negotiators? Of course there are. Um, but the majority of them are not. And, and you're, you're asking yourself to negotiate the best interest of the property and you don't have the experience to do it. Also, Andrew, who, who's walking through their house? Yeah. Is that buyer pre-approved? Yeah. Are they pre-qualified? Yep. Do they have the cash to actually purchase that home? Yep. Those are some of the things that people miss. How, how are the showings going to take place? Are you going to continuously show the property? Yep. How are you going to follow up? How are you going to make sure they get qualified? How are you going to navigate through the process of the transaction? How are you going to make sure they're legitimate, that they're not trying to scam you? How are you going to renegotiate or not negotiate at all when it comes to inspections or appraisal. Appraisal comes in short. How are you going to solve that? How are you going to argue comps with the appraiser? Like you've done it on the appraisal end, right? Yeah. You know, like so. So the reality is, is that you, you get what you pay for. A lot of home sellers that go it alone in a challenging market expose their house to the market by going FISBO. And then when they finally decide to hire an agent, it's already been exposed to the marketplace so much that you've lost a lot of that initial pop that you can get. So I caution against it. I think people make a mistake, they do it, um, and and either they made legal mistakes, they struggled to understand the contract, or buyers can distrust them because there isn't an agent in the middle. It's a really emotional process when you're selling your home. You you have an attachment to it. It's hard. You need someone in between because otherwise the emotions can take over. So, you know, if you're a for sale by owner and you've struggled selling it, again, we'd love the opportunity to talk to you. You can hit us up at duncanduo.com. We'll we'll give you a free home value estimate. We'll help you know what's going on. We'll also add the human element. One of our agents will reach out and look at the options because we're really going to give you all of them. We're going to say, "Hey, we can either sell your home traditionally, we can get you an instant cash offer, we can do a guarantee, we'll get creative with you. And so those are the things that we offer that not everyone else offers. And again, if you're a first sell by owner and you've struggled and you're thinking about making a change in the new year, again, hit us up at DuncanDuo.com. We're going to be back. We're going to continue this conversation after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I'm Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo at LPT Realty. Excited to be talking to you today about all things real estate. And so what I want to talk about next is investment real estate. We know the commercial real estate market is struggling right now. Um, the reason commercial real estate is struggling is obviously because interest rates have been high. However, the biggest obstacle is because a lot of commercial property owners refinanced or did balloon loans kind of pre or during COVID, and a lot of those are starting to reset. So when they reset, they're going to go from having a 3% interest rate to potentially an 8% interest rate, and there's a lot of risk out there in the commercial space. So what I wanted to talk about kind of stems off a personal experience I had this week 
with an investment property. And if you are an investor, I think it's really important that when you're looking at investment opportunities right now, that you're looking at it from the perspective of not just the financial and tax benefits, but the opportunity cost of money. So I'll give you an example. I went under contract to buy um, an almost $900,000 commercial property. Had a pretty good cap rate. Uh, the cap rate was like in the eights, which for now, right now, is actually a pretty decent cap rate, yeah. right? Um, was buying it cash. And the the obstacle that I had that caused me to cancel the deal. So I did inspections, hired an inspector, go out, find everything going on with the house. And, you know, I've, I've owned a lot of real estate, right? I, I presently own a lot. I've owned a lot over the years. I'm, I'm you know, this it was a little bit of a different t- property type that I'm used to dealing with, but the numbers looked good and it, and it looked like a unique opportunity for me. The problem I had was that when the repairs came back, it was the, the CapEx fund, the capital expenditure fund that I would need to put together to fund the repairs would dramatically impact the cap rate for the first few years. Probably at least $125,000 in repairs for me to feel comfortable. Now, I don't want to be a slumlord, okay? I could have probably not done that and just not taken care of the property, but but I have a brand. I have a big business here. I don't I don't have any desire to like not take care of the properties that I that I you know, that I buy. Mm-hmm. So I have to look at it from a different perspective than maybe somebody who doesn't care about that. So it's the same thing that happens when I renovate and rehab homes. You know, I want to make sure to go the extra mile because I do care about, you know, you know, the the quality, right? So the point I make is that when I found out the uh, cap, the CapEx fund was going to be pretty high and the repairs that were needed and some of the liability risks that the property had, I looked at it and said, okay, that eight cap rate just dropped pretty considerably. And if I just put my money in the bank, it's going to make five or five and a half percent right now because of where inflation is at. And for me, the spread difference between me getting a guaranteed five or five and a half to all the risk in that property at an eight cap rate, even with some tax benefits, it wasn't enough for me. I, I killed the deal because I said, you know what? That's just not the juice isn't worth the squeeze. So when you're a home seller and you're thinking about selling your home to an investor, okay, that's what they're going to look at. If you call our office and you say, hey, Joseph, I want to get an instant cash offer for my house. And you help you help them. And sometimes you might involve Ben, you know, because we have other mm-hmm. team members that are, that are involved with that. And they say, I want an instant cash offer for my house. And my house is worth 300 And I want you to pay me, you know, 290 Okay. There's just no margin in that, right? Like, if I can just take my money and put it in the bank, I can put my 300 grand in the bank and I'm going to make 15 grand a year on it, right? So, if I'm going to buy a house and renovate it and do it the right way and go through per, it's going to take a while for me to own that property and then turn it over to somebody. I've got to I've got to get a good enough return with the tax benefits that it's going to outpace what I can get with a guarantee on my capital. And with rates as hard as high as they are right now, if you're not making at least a return on investment of what a mortgage rate would be, then it just kills the deal, right? So it's it's made it really challenging for sellers because sellers got used to accepting and working in these iBuyer situations. A couple of years ago when interest rates mm-hmm. are 2 and 3%, iBuyers would buy like crazy and they'd buy pretty close to market value. That ain't happening today. Okay, you're not going to call anyone including me. Like, look, I want to buy your house. I'll give you a cash offer. Our team will come out, we'll give you a cash offer. We buy a lot of them. I've got a ton of them under renovation right now. However, 
it's got to make financial sense based on the market trends. And we're not in 2021 anymore. You That's know, right. And we take the emo- and we take the emotion out of it. Yeah. We look at the numbers and investors going to look at the numbers. And if the That's numbers it. don't make sense, then unfortunately we're just going to pass. Yeah. And we'll be honest with you and say, look, hey, look, this is the best we can do from a cash perspective. That doesn't mean you can't beat our offer. Because a lot of times our customer wants convenience and they just want the cash and they went out. But there's plenty of times where we're like, look, we're going to give you both pass. Here's what we can do from a cash offer perspective, because here's what we're going to put into it. Here's what we'll resell it for. And here's our mar- here's our margin, right? And our margin has to be better than mm-hmm. a 5% return or else what's the point of doing it? It makes zero sense to do it. So when when we when we break that down for the consumer, they can look at it, but but if that's not the convenience isn't what you want, then we sell it traditionally. You price it at this, it sells in, you know, a few weeks if we price it at this number and then you get more money, right? So it's whether, you know, uh, the key question for a lot of real estate consumers right now is what's more important to you, convenience or maximum cash? And if it's maximum cash, you go the traditional route. If it's convenience, you're not going to get maximum cash, and you're going to get less of a percentage of value than you did a couple years ago, because the people borrowing money, and and the hedge funds, and everyone else out there knows prices aren't rising as much. Here's a here's a true fact: Zillow, okay, the the online uh, the the credible online marketplace, <laughs> right, for home values, okay, lost billions with a B. Right? How many times had you gone out in your career to a house and looked at what Zillow said and then looked at what was market value and saw how wrong they were? I mean, a lot. A lot. I, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but let's. It's, it's up there. It's up there. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. So, so the reason that computers can't do that is the same reason why Zillow failed at buying houses and why they got out of the buying houses business and stopped doing it because computers can't do it. And ultimately- when the market shifted and interest rates went up, the whole reason a lot of these companies have succeeded at buying homes, I mean, people looked at it and thought, oh man, they're they're killing it. You know, they bought it and then they sold it and they made all this money. It's because properties were appreciating at such an alarming rate that even if they missed, even if they overpaid, appreciation would catch it up and erase their mistake. That isn't happening now. You don't have the appreciation curve. Uh, our, our homes appreciating in Tampa, yeah, a few percentage points. We're not seeing, I mean, there were years where we saw 27, 30% appreciation. We're Crazy. not seeing that anymore, right? So so the reality is that if, you, if you're an investor and you're being honest with the person, you can't go back in time, okay? You're not getting these crazy valuations anymore. It's got to make more money than, than what they could get guaranteed somewhere. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't make sense to do it. So I think- Far too often, investors today um, pull out of deals, and the seller on the other end doesn't quite understand it. Oh, it's a great property, and you know it's math. It's really math, and the numbers are much different today than they were two years ago. So, I think investors in general right now, there's st- of course there's still investors buying real estate, but they have to be very cautious because of you know there isn't this huge appreciation curve. They've got to buy for a better discount because the market isn't as hot, and if they're borrowing the money. Fortunately, the stuff that I buy, I'm not borrowing the money. But if they're borrowing the money, in addition to the high rate, they're going to pay origination fees and all these other fees that get tacked on. And then by the end of the day, there's no there's no margin, there's no money to make. So, you know, if you if you are dealing with a home that you're selling and you're selling it to an investor, you've got to understand there's got to, there's got to be room there. It's kind of like taking your car into a dealership to trade it in. 
if I take, you know, if I take my Ferrari, okay, or my Land or my McLaren or my Lambo, whatever I take into a dealership, I'm not gonna get max retail for that. I'm gonna get because they've got to make money on it, right? Or else why would they do it? It's the same thing. When you're selling a house to an investor or you're selling it to us, think of it like trading in a car. You know, there's gotta be a margin there, or else what's the point of us doing it? So um, and I think again, investors right now um are cautious because of all of these things. So um, it's why I think, again, now more than ever, it's probably more likely for people to go the traditional path. You know, it's probably more likely for them to sit down and say, Joseph, I want to list my home instead of dealing with that because it's too much of a, a too much of a discount. They're giving away too much of their equity. That's right. There's pros and cons to both, right? The traditional path is going to maximize your equity, especially if we price it correctly. And of course, you know, we're going to market it correctly, right? Yep. So if it's backed by our marketing and we price it correctly and spot on and take all the, you know, photographs and everything like that. Then of course, but it's not for everybody. Yeah, some people are either in tight situations or yep, they have they need cash quickly, correct, or, or whatever cash, it is. Right. So we're going to go through all the options when we sit down. Yeah, and I, I think again, the the customer has to understand that those numbers. Well, my friend two years ago sold it for full full market value. Two years ago is was fantasy land. Long it is gone. over. It's over. It's a completely different market today. If you want convenience, you're going to take a little bit of a haircut. If you want maximum price you got to go traditionally and and so um you know we obviously have both of those paths and it's different for every consumer we have plenty of people that inherit properties uh they they decide they want to sell to a cash you know type scenario um you know the, there's all of these types of things that are available and all of the options that are available and consumers have a choice but the choice becomes more clear to go the traditional path today than it than it used to be. So again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show here on WFLA News. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. Uh, we are at the Duncan Duo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, um, at the Duncan Duo. And um, we would love to help you get a home value estimate, which you can do that at DuncanDuo.com. You can also go to jointheduo.com. If you're a real estate agent, you're thinking about LPT Realty, or you're thinking about, you know what, this market is too tough for me to make it on my own. I can't get enough business from my sphere of influence. I need um, you know, more opportunities, more at-bats, more leads, more training, more coaching, more accountability, all those things. The cool thing about our company, and you can do that at jointheduo.com. The other neat part about our company, and Joseph, this is what I want to talk about next, is a multi-tiered approach to the agents having support. They don't just have support from me because I teach. I have office hours. I teach classes. I am. People think that I'm like, uh, you know, some guy that never shows up. Like I'm in the office multiple times a week. I've got office hours where people know my schedule that I'm there every week. I teach a class. I host our meeting. So I'm there. But in addition to me, we have our sales president. And then we have pod leaders. And I want to talk about that next because I think real estate agents need more help and support today. Because sometimes when you have companies and brokerages that have a ton of agents, the agents don't get any support. They, they have a deal. They can't get an answer. They're trying to do this. Our team is set up so that they have multiple layers of support. Um, and I want to talk about that next and what that means to an agent's success, as well as holding them accountable. Because the reality is, is we're in a market today where agents need accountability. They need structure. And they need someone to make sure that they're not just going to open houses and drinking free wine and going <laughs> to happy hours. They're out actually doing dollar productive activities or they're not going to make money and they're not going to make it in this market. So we're going to be back. We're going to continue this conversation after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Jointheduo.com if you're a real estate agent thinking, for, uh, thinking about a change in 2023. Got a few weeks left. 
If you want to change in 2024, we got you there too. We're still going to be go. around. You know, uh, join the duo.com if you're thinking about applying for an open position or coming to our career night. But Joseph, one of the things I think was successful to help you develop uh, your career with us after just a year, you're already one of the top agents in the company. And you, you had some good background, you had some good sales experience, but you plugged in, you did the work, you grinded, you know, you you created opportunities, you proved yourself. And now you have some agents under you as kind of what we call pod leaders. So at our company, there's me, there's our sales president, there's our operations manager, and then we have pod leaders that are kind of like, they're also agents in production. Mm-hmm. You know, so the pod leaders have the ability to um, help coach agents every day. So you get uh, a firsthand experience of role-playing with them, listening to their scripts, helping them with conversations, helping them understand how to qualify someone. All of those things, I think, matter for an agent's development. And it's, it's, it's an extra layer of support and also an extra layer of accountability. So you're not emailing some corporate... Look, LPT's got a corporate broker, right? And there's a ticket system, and it's a cloud brokerage. And and that's for the right agents, okay? But there are agents that need more, more support, more help. And that's where our team our team structure and culture come in. That's right. And I can certainly provide that. And the Duncan Duo can provide that as well. Um, what I do is I have about, I think, six agents under me right now. And I, I script with them. I role play with them. I go through different scenarios. Um, and that's the easy part. The hard part, if you've been in real estate for long enough, uh, as long as we have, then the the closing to get to the closing table is so difficult and you have to pivot quickly they call me and say hey joseph what do i need to do to get this to closing the financing isn't working out or something happened there's a there's a property there's an easement issue all, all sorts of issues come up and that's where kind of i come in and i step in and kind of coach them and guide them on how to actually get it from contract to close yeah 100% and i think also in addition to that how to develop their career Correct. Things they should be doing, things they shouldn't be doing, how to listen to them talk to a lead, how, how to help them be productive even when they didn't get as many leads that week, right? Because the way our structure is set up, the way leads are generated, they're generated in a fashion to where um, the agents are doing what they're supposed to do, get more of them, right? And then sometimes agents get really busy and they don't want more leads because they got a bunch of clients they're working with, right? So there's always kind of an ebb and flow to that. But with us, we have this robust database of people that if there's ever a time when an agent isn't getting new leads, Joseph, you're a proven fact, our old leads and the people in our database are going to convert at a higher level than a brand new lead from the internet that 100%. might be six months or a year away. So people focus on the wrong thing. It's kind of like... You know, I think of leads as like wine. Okay. Like, that's right. (laughs) Like, the wine that just got made that you're going to sip. It might be okay. It might work, but the the finer and the older the wine is, the better it's going to be, and the more you're going to enjoy it. And it's the same thing with leads. The longer a lead has been around in our system that they've navigated to us, whether they're a peak client, whether they just like our home search, uh, the more likely they are to get ready to transact. And a lot of real estate agents focus on the wrong thing. They don't know how to manage their database, or they don't have one because they didn't run a CRM, or they've just never really advertised enough to have a database like ours. So they think, oh, I just want all the brand new leads and all the brand new... It's like crack, right? They, they get addicted to the new leads. The new leads aren't where it's at. It's the database. It's the it's the nurturing of past clients. All of those things are the things that our most successful agents tap into and succeed at a high level. That's right. Give me the leads that are one to two years old. Yeah. And and I don't. You can keep the the leads that are you know that are brand new. Um, but the one to two year old leads and above that, they're gonna transact. And you did the bet. You did an incredible job with that. So you have a great opportunity to coach and teach people that want to join our team and take advantage of not just the leads I'm generating today because it really isn't like. And I mm-hmm. tell people like. You know, we in fact we were in a meeting this week and we were talking about some of our home value leads and how they come in and like how like some of our home value leads come back to our website uh, after a year, you know, and they've been in our database six years. That's still a lead. 
Okay, mm-hmm. but agents don't think of it. So, oh, they're already in there. They didn't work with us because nobody called them. You know, like it, when you have as many people in our database as we have, and when you've advertised as long as you have, um, as we have. When a lead comes back in, sometimes it's not a new lead anymore. They're just logging back into our system, but they need to be treated like a new lead because we've advertised and have a decent percentage of all of Tampa Bay already in our database in some mm-hmm. way or another. So you can't get as many brand new leads, right? Like we've gotten been on these right. stations forever, right? So those leads that come back in and start poking around again, they're basically raising their hand and saying, I'm ready. And the agents for us that succeed the best are the ones that capitalize on those opportunities. Instead of thinking about, you know, a, a brand new sign up on a website, they're looking at the people that are in our database and transacting and communicating and warming back up again and treating those just like a new lead and, and probably more even more aggressively. And if they do that, they'll succeed. So if you're a real estate agent thinking about a career change, join the duo.com. Uh, you'll get coaching, you'll get leadership, you'll get accountability, you'll get a lot of leads, a fun culture. Uh, register for our career night, which is Tuesday, or apply for any one of our open positions. Again, you can do that at jointheduo.com. We appreciate you tuning in to, uh, to our radio show. We're here every Sunday at 10, and we hope you have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay.